This is Nikki Del Valle. This is Miranda Meckley. And you are listening to Barista Barista Bitches. We unfortunately had to say goodbye to Downtown Grind, uh, which closed on February 11th. So sad. Uh, That is where Miranda and I met. I know we mentioned it in the preview episode. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened to that, it should be be up by now. (laughs) Because this is the official first episode. And we did managed to get a last couple of drinks at the coffee shop before Mm -hmm. it closed. I got with me a blueberry muffin latte. And I have a large oat milk latte with just a couple pumps of simple syrup. Yes. Uh, Mine is iced with almond milk. Not very sweet, but like on the sweeter side for sure. Um, How many pumps would you say yours had? Probably like two. Sometimes so sometimes sweet. she th- throws three in there. So I don't know. Okay. But I think it's two. <laughs> gotcha. One of my other favorites from there is a matcha latte with lavender syrup. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Took all the matcha. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so if you want any matcha. I would like I some matcha. <laughs> or at least just write down the brand for me so I can order it. It's expensive. I don't care. Can I have a whole whole bag like please take some the whole bag would probably last me a year i know like please take some like (laughs) bring something and take it with you uh yes but the blueberry muffin latte Mm -hmm. uh it is blueberry vanilla and almond Mm -hmm. uh which is also the flavor of the day for this episode Mm -hmm. we will be sharing a different flavor from Downtown Grind's menu, like flavor blend, mm-hmm. uh, for the next following episodes uh, until we run out of <laughs> menu items, I guess. It's going to be a while, though. Yeah, there were a lot of them, especially the seasonal ones, like the eggnog latte. I know, I, I've i done like the cookie dough, the French toast. And I know once Iris took over as the, as the manager, there were so many... I know different seasonal ones she came up with she's such a fucking rock star she really is i love her iris shout out to you hope you're doing well in your new position at the garage at rye i believe is what it's called Mm -hmm. um the garage at rye it is a new coffee shop opening in elmira next to rye bar Mm -hmm. which used to be horgan's i think so i would have to look that up I believe it is Old Horgan's. Don't quite quote me, but... I know it was like a pub of some sort. Yes. It was definitely an Irish pub. Okay. But yes, definitely give them a try. We fully intend to, and I'm sure we'll talk about them more in future episodes as well. Mm-hmm. So, have you seen anything online about like what's going on in coffee right now? Because it's pretty crazy. <laughs> no, I'm living under a rock right now, to be honest. That's okay. I'm living... On my phone, so <laughs> I can carry this. <laughs> but there's been, like, a lot of crazy videos. I know that, like, the idea of orange juice and coffee has been, like, circulated for a while now. Mm-hmm. But they're really, like, honing in on the craft of it. I don't know how I think of it. I would definitely have to try it to build an opinion, but initial gut reaction is, like, WTF. <laughs> 
orange juice and coffee that sounds like so much acid i, know, I feel I like imagine, it would give me heartburn yeah i imagine it would be like toothpaste and orange juice like it's just <laughs> like the original flavor combination of what i'm thinking in my head but if you want us to try it let us know we will definitely talk about our socials a little bit more later yeah but uh we do have an instagram page almost set up it will be fully set up by the time you're listening to this absolutely it will. <laughs> and we do have an email as well which we will mention later and we'll also include in our show notes below. Mm-hmm. But besides orange or just orange juice in general, I have seen a lot. I saw like one really interesting post. Um, the Coffee Lifestyle on Instagram had posted it. And I'm realizing this is clickbait now, but <laughs> he had seemingly brewed like a whole whole bunch of rock Himalayan salt into an espresso shot. He did not. He was just trying to get me to click on the video, which he did. (laughs) But adding salt to coffee without some sort of sweetener to enhance it, I feel like would not be a good idea. It doesn't make any sense in the like salt, acid, heat, and fat perspective. Okay. Do you know about that? Vaguely. It's just a bitter and a salt. I can't imagine that would he did mention in the same video that it was to reduce the bitterness of the coffee. Right. But I don't understand how. I don't know. I guess we'll have to try it. But he did also add syrups and sweeteners. Yes. So that makes sense to me, like a salted caramel or whatever. But just in straight up coffee, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little funky to me. Savory coffee. I imagine if they can make things like savory candy corn and everything, I'm sure there's a savory coffee out there somewhere. There's coffee rubs. For like your skin? Well, yes. But I meant like steaks and... (laughs) 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 We don't support cannibalism. (laughs) No! (laughs) That's not what I meant at all. That's not where my head was at. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Just lightly season the arm. (laughs) I meant as like an exfoliator. (laughs) Well, yeah. No, I know what you meant. But I meant like No, we do not endorse cannibalism like, on this podcast. Like pork rubs and everything. Okay. Oh that's right. Or like Seneca seasonings. Seneca Salt Company would we had those mm-hmm. at the coffee shop. Yeah, I bought them all. <laughs> okay. I gave them to my dad. I remember meat crazy. <laughs> yes. I remember Seneca Salt Company uh, had like a Java salt. Yeah, it was pretty good. There's a lot of um like commercial based ones too. My sister is obsessed with them. Okay. Like it's <laughs> the only one that she ever picks. If my family's like, oh, you can pick like how should we season it? She just grabs the coffee one every time. <laughs> coffee on salmon. Uh, yeah, it's a little strange. Isn't her favorite flavor of ice cream coffee? No, I'm talking about the younger sister. Oh, never mind. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. That does change the perspective a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. She's 14. She's making some questionable decisions. Emma, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I hope you can look back on this and you can see all of the cringy decisions that you have made. Because you're going to have a lot of growth. Trust me. We I mean, all, we all do. I know, from like, we age fourteen, all have that phase. But speaking of love, today's topic is love because we are in the month of February, and the most well-known holiday in this month 
is Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. February 14th. I was reading up on the history of Valentine's Day, and it seems to be an amalgamation of different historical facts. Okay. But basically, some saint named Valentine. Okay. There was a bishop and a priest, both named Valentine, around just... the same time, and we're not sure which one it was. Oh. But uh, what we do know is that Claudius the third i want to say the king at the time (laughs) as you know you know like uh had outlawed marriage for young men because he felt that single men made better soldiers than men that were married with wives and children yes so he just outlawed marriage for young men i could see where he was coming from from a medieval perspective (laughs) (laughs) definitely so valentine continued performing marriages for young lovers in secret until he was found out and killed for it damn yes That's at least the legend that has survived uh, from that time. However, for whatever reason, Valentine's Day was not associated with love until, like, the 14th or 15th century, whereas Valentine was doing all of this in, like, the 4th century, I want to say. Okay. Um, And please feel free to fact check me in the comments. Um, (laughs) I just vaguely read up on, or not vaguely, but, like, I I skimmed through some articles and got the gist. (laughs) Also, it is believed that Valentine's Day could be an appropriated pagan holiday that was claimed by the Christians and turned into something else. Okay. But Lupercalia, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, was a pagan festival of fertility Mm -hmm. that was held in the Ides of February, so February 15th, uh, before Valentine's Day came about and basically replaced it because of the christian church all this to say all of these different little facts have come together to form what valentine's day is today which is a day of love and exchanging little gifts and whatnot and i was like commercialism yeah pretty much (laughs) hallmark (laughs) how do you say it lupercalia what does that entail okay it gets weird okay <laughs> hold on let me pull it up because i'm always so interested to learn about pagan holidays because they did weird shit for it <laughs> i feel like they do most of the time here we go yeah so lupercalia was outlawed at the end of the fifth century okay. when pope gelasius declared february 14th st valentine's day okay to begin the festival members of the luperci luperci oh my god <laughs> Luperky? An order of Roman priests. Okay. uh, Would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or Lupa. Okay, so that would carry into like, okay, I see what's happening. Like, Canis Lupus, I think, is the Latin word for wolf. Sure. (laughs) So Lupus would make sense? I mean, it does say Lupa for she-wolf. Lupa? Yeah. Okay. Lupus, at least in my head nowadays, <laughs> is the disease. <laughs> but here we go. The priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. Not the dog. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into the sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, gently slapping both women and crop fields with the goat hide. 
I far f- wait this this continues. <laughs> you, this is this is even the crazier. Far from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. Oh my god! Later in the day, according to legend. All the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage. So what happens if they didn't? Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, 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 <laughs> that's it. Paired for the year. Does that mean like? And also to 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 cite my source, this is from history.com. Okay. Like the like the History Channel. Oh. Yeah. We love. Yeah, it's got the the H and everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I find that crazy. (laughs) That is But also on par (laughs) for the romance. I mean, even medieval times. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they just did crazy shit in the streets, y'all. Yeah. They really did. I would love to read up more on medieval times. Really just history. I, I'm really I, out of touch. I used to know so much more. I was in History Bowl in high school. Like Okay. Yeah. Alright. I don't Granted, know. I did it for a cute boy, but like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the things that are done for cute boys. <laughs> um, Coffee rubs and all. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. This is going <laughs> This is going off the rails this already. This is going all <laughs> sideways. <laughs> oh, God. So, speaking of exes. Okay. <laughs> Where I have, okay, I have always been single for Sa- Valentine's Day. This is my first Valentine's Day that I have been single for in eight years. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Or I should say mostly single, but, (laughs) um, but yes, this is, this, I don't have a significant other Mm -hmm. at the moment. It's liberating. Mm -hmm. As I said in the preview episode, I'm enjoying being a free agent. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like I can't help it. The Riz. No. (laughs) Y'all. Y'all. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's to the point where, like... You have so much, though. I, I ask for the digits, and they come. <laughs> and then I die in my car. In intervals of three and other. <laughs> oh, angel numbers, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, too. But, no, I'm talking about, <laughs> like, people's phone the numbers. The digits be coming either way. <laughs> <laughs> the universe be like, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this, yeah, this is the first Valentine's Day that I am, technically speaking, single for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very happy with what we've done so far for it. Yeah, we had, like, a little excursion. Yeah, we went thrifting, and I'm then... I'm so excited, you guys. <laughs> I haven't been shopping in forever. I got the cutest shit. You did. I you really, really did. did. Watch out for the socials, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I also got some cute stuff. Really cute stuff. Not quite all from thrifting, Mm because we did end up going to Walmart, because none of the pants I tried on at the Salvation Army fit me. Okay, okay. To clarify, we were there, like, the last hour that they were open? An hour and a half, yeah. So, like, the dressing rooms had closed at a certain point. 
Yeah, that's strange that, that they close really the fitting weird. rooms 30 minutes before they actually close. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I got the cutest shoes, though. She did. Oh, my Those God. Those blue pumps. I know. They're, like, a really pretty shade of blue, too. Yeah. I feel like they would match with a lot. And I got those red flats. Mm-hmm. Those will match the they, top. Do and... they have a button? Or a buckle? A buckle. Okay. Um, but I did pick out my Valentine's Day outfit for Galentine's, which is coming up. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're doing the things to celebrate regardless of who's in our life yeah. or not. And as an introvert, <laughs> nothing's happening, <laughs> which is fine. I'm comfortable just being like with my friends and doing my own little thing. Yeah. As an extrovert, I'm also fine. <laughs> Yeah, but you're getting the digits, and I'm just like, so no. <laughs> not that I'm not welcome to digits, y'all. Yeah. Send them through. Anyway. <laughs> but perhaps maybe ask for them. <laughs> I get nervous. You know this. I mean, I do too. As my one friend had described it, they say I have the awkward riz, but it works for me. <laughs> okay. I have the straightforward Riz. Like, I literally am just like... Well, for example, recently, I was just talking to this person, and they were like, yeah, we'll be up here again when blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so would you like to stay in touch in the meantime? (laughs) And exchange numbers that way. See, I wouldn't even think of that sentence. Like, I would know what I would want to say, but, like, I wouldn't come up with the words. Honestly, I think in those moments, it's not even me anymore. It's, like, a muse, like, takes over my body and just, like, says the sentence. It just comes naturally to you. I guess, yeah. It's kind of like performing. Like, when I'm on stage, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be an acting role or, like, a dance recital, something in my brain, like, clicks, and it's, like okay, it's go time. And what comes next comes from some source within my soul or my being, and it just happens. And you know what? That's called talent. So you're saying I'm talented at picking up people. (laughs) And performing. (laughs) And performing. (laughs) And performing. (laughs) Should I have one of those cringy MTV pickup artist shows? remember those shows like late 2000s where the guy like there would be this guy that was like really arrogant and would like talk about his tricks to like pick up women no okay i do (laughs) that sounds like something that would be (laughs) i'll have to find the actual titles of those shows but they were cringy and they didn't last long for a reason yeah i think think they were greenlit entirely by men (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, my point, really. I, I don't think I would ever watch a show like <laughs> I never meant to watch a show like that. I just landed on the, on M- the channel MTV, and it was on, like... Yeah. <laughs> I was a tween at the time, like... <laughs> I didn't even fully understand the concept until later in life. I don't think I understood the concept of a TV at that time, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely... <laughs> If you were a tween, early 2000s, that would be... No, late 2000s. Late 2000s. I would be like 9, 10. Yeah, I was close to my quinceañera. Because my quinceañera was 2010. So I would have been 10. Yeah. I had to do math for a second. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, just, I need to get better at math. The crazy thing is that I've always just, I don't know why I think of this. <laughs> because what circumstance would this happen? And also, how would I even remember that I had this thought to begin with? But if I ever forgot my age, it's just the year that we're in. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Until after May, then it's a year yeah, more. Yeah, but like... I just jump forward anyway. I have literally been telling people that I am 25. I know. I've heard you. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't think you should because be able to do that. Because in my brain, I am. <laughs> what? My, okay. I'm you go like... by tax rules. <laughs> <laughs> Taxes have been filed and now I am 25. <laughs> no, I feel like I just prepare myself for the age that's upcoming. And I always look through, like touching on the first episode a little bit just like the goals that I want for myself when I'm 25 and everything else. And then I just transform myself into that person. And that person is 25. Don't know if that makes any sense to any of y'all, but my brain just like shifts. And then I'm like, I'm 25 now. My brain is buffering that, <laughs> that statement. <laughs> I've, that doesn't make any sense to you? No, it does. It's just like, that's just not how I live. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're okay. I have been thinking about this a lot lately. You live like very in the moment. I do? I think so. You think that a person who didn't live in the moment could just be like, so, do you want to stay in touch in the meantime? <laughs> like, that was um, me in the corner being like, what the fuck do I say? Oh my god, like, they're gonna hate me? They're gonna... Like, <laughs> I mean, actually, that's a really big compliment. Thank you. Yeah, because something I aspire to be. I didn't used to be this way mm -hmm. and it's something i've worked really hard on to the point where i forgot i was working on it and it, it just comes now we're naturally here now wow. <laughs> wow i'm mindful and in the moment it's and like present you work on yourself therapy is working therapy is working thank god uh <laughs> that's on self-love yes which is very important you cannot love anybody else until you love yourself which self-love is also tough love sometimes. Well, love is tough love sometimes, whether yeah. it be towards yourself or others. Mm -hmm. Do you remember in elementary school <laughs> when everybody in the class was, like, mandated to give everyone Valentine's? Oh, we weren't mandated. We just did Oh, my God, really? Yeah. No, we had to, like, have something for every single person in the class. That sounds tiring. And, did, and my, not genuine at all. Welcome <laughs> to my age of Gen Z, bro. Like You're not Gen Z. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> she's going to say that. I'm also not a millennial, so. <laughs> <laughs> through, like. We are the Zillennials. Specific, yes, through, like, specific standards, I am technically Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, and by those same standards, I'm somehow a millennial, even though I feel a little young for that. Right. Well, I'm, like, the oldest portion of Gen Z. Yeah. Which is crazy. Zillennials, if you will. Mm-hmm. The but cuspers. The cuspers. That's such a weird word. Anyway. I like it. <laughs> Cusp. Like, moist. Just cusp. Anyway. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, we were literally mandated. So, I, <laughs> Nikki, right before this had started, had... Let me know that it is illegal to place letters into mailboxes by yourself. Yes. That's literally crazy. 
you have to be an authorized like USPS personnel. That's so dumb. <laughs> you want me to pay to give you mail when I can just drive to your house? Then at that point, just deliver it to them. What if they're not home? Slip it under their door crack. Yeah, that's not illegal. <laughs> I I just think the concept of that being illegal is crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the same thing like. That stupid rule in that in the place I used to live in in New Jersey, where if more than four women lived in one residence, it was automatically oh considered a brothel. Yeah, that is and so weird. it was therefore illegal. <laughs> it's also illegal to pump your own gas in Jersey, though. So. Yeah, <laughs> which is handy in the winter because <laughs> you don't. Have to, I mean, yeah, you don't stand in the cold. Just be like, hey, can you also fill up the air in my tires? <laughs> No, hey, you, you're out there. That you can do yourself. Uh, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> but yes, uh, so speaking of. Okay, I have some crazy ass, like, Valentine's love stories from my childhood. Oh my god. I'm not ready. <laughs> because I was just such a hopeless romantic that I would, I would do these crazy ass big gestures for people that did not reciprocate at all. Well, is that anything different with our adult lives? <laughs> yeah, I don't put that much, I don't, okay, well, I'm oh, learning. No, I, okay, okay, okay. For example... In my senior year of high school, okay. I dressed up as the school's mascot to deliver a message in a bottle to a specific boy that wasn't even at school that day. Oh my god. That's crazy. Was the costume comfortable? As any mascot costume can be. Yeah, oh. you can't really see out of the eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they there? <laughs> You see more out of the ears than you see out of the eyes. so funny. I also used to be the mascot at my first high school, so I was kind of already used to it. I've Um, never been in a mascot costume. I've been in, like, a Spider-Man costume. It's really useful if you have a camelback water pouch to stay hydrated (gasps) in those things because they get very hot. (gasps) That is super smart. Oh, my God. I was Elmo. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, costume-wise, I have been in like I think it was Elmo and one other like character of that nature but I was like in a parade okay this memory is just not coming back to me so I don't know what parade I don't know I'm not sure but yeah as a child I was keen to grand gestures and I would love to have someone as an adult that I could do grand gestures for like Mm -hmm. that and that it would actually be reciprocated like that would make my inner child happy that would be very nice have I done that for you? Grand gesture? Kind of. Um, I feel like we do a lot for each other. Yeah, but I don't know that it's, like, in the realm of, like, organized grandness. Like, you bought me this necklace. Yeah. And you, like, you've done so much for me. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm just... Because, like, birthdays... Birthdays have always been, like... Oh, you... I mean, you took me to Coldplay. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I always... I don't know if it's just, like... I have short-term memory loss or I just like care about people and I just like do things for them and then I just forget that I do things for them. (laughs) Like my mom the other day, I had, there was like some late Christmas exchange between me and a friend and I felt like I hadn't done as much as she had and I was like, oh, I feel like I like kind of missed the ball a little bit. Like 
I feel like I didn't put as much into it. And she was like, didn't you take her on a whole trip to DC for her birthday? And I was like, oh my God, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Yeah, I am very into the whole grand gesture thing. I'm trying to think what else I did in school out of like crushing on. I was a little boy crazy. A little? (laughs) Girl, you now, I can't imagine you when teenage hormones are. (laughs) Like, I'm just saying, like. But I was obstinate, too. I know, but, like, especially with, like, the purity that we were raised with Mm -hmm. and, like, the ideals that we had, like, it was all the more, like, for us to work towards, I feel like. For me, anyway. Yes. I feel like that shifted for me, though, when I left my parents' house the way Mm -hmm. that I did. My sense of spirituality changed so drastically so quickly that it hampered my own relationship with love and sex for a while. Mm -hmm. Hence why I, you know, my first was such a toxic relationship and Mm -hmm. I stayed in it for as long as I did because he was my first. Mm -hmm. Relatable. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting how, like, that does play such a huge factor in your development. Which is crazy. Like, that was... You were 19, right? Almost 19. Yeah, I was yeah. right before my 19th birthday. The age birthday. of 19. Something about 19, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the craziest year of most of the people that I've talked to, like the craziest year. Well, that was... Or the, like, rather the worst year of their lives. Yeah. It was the worst year of my life, I know. Because <laughs> towards the end of my 19th year was when I first, the first time I was hospitalized for right. mental health reasons. So, yeah. Right before same. my 20th birthday. Because then after that, I got my first tattoo mm-hmm. to commemorate <laughs> to commemorate everything that had happened up till that point. Yeah, I guess, I don't know, after all of those experiences, as an adult, I am a little afraid to put so much yeah. into something and not have it be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Feel that deeply. Yeah. You're just, like, so good at, like, bouncing back. I am resilient. <laughs> yeah, no. The- you're just so, uh, you're just so full of life and you just like Aww. fucking go for shit. And then I am like, okay, so this thing happened and I'm just going to sit here for a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> I need to process. I need to feel sad. <laughs> and then who knows what will happen next. I'll just stay in my house. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still going for it, I guess. I'm not. I commend you. Genuinely. Thank you. I've been traumatized one too many times, girl. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it I just refuse to believe that everyone is the same like that. I don't think that everybody's the same. I just think that my trust issues... Like, my trust issues are justified. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if anything, whoever decides to come into my life romantically or otherwise... They've got to get through some trials and tribulations. Let me let you know. Because <laughs> I don't trust nobody. <laughs> I trust you, though. Tanks. Love you, girl. Love you, too. I mean, like, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm, like, fully committed to healing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, fully. Both physically and, and emotionally. Well, yes. But I am, like, to the extent of my healing journey or whatever, am, like resisting the urge to do certain things that I know wouldn't, like, necessarily guide me along. Hmm. 
as easily. Mm -hmm. That's where the tough love portion comes in. Do you want to talk about agape? So, someone I used to know a long, long time ago taught me the concept, the Greek concept of agape, which is an all-encompassing universal type of love. Now, when I first heard about this agape, I thought it was just straightforward, unconditional love that you would have for, like, a significant other. But reading more on it in preparation for this episode, it's actually more of a universal, base-level, always-existing love of everyone. It's, it's, you know, you could have this for a stranger, you could have this for your neighbor, you could have this for, like, really anything and anyone. Um, Always for dogs. Of course. Uh, And cats. I love dogs. Uh, <laughs> love you, Bubby. Aw. He's not going to hear that. <laughs> yes, he will. Multiple times I'm while sure. I'm editing. Yeah. He's trying to, like, jump on my keyboard. Uh, but... I'm so grateful that Raven is being quiet right now. <laughs> Don't jinx it. Love you, Raven. Love you, Raven. We can edit her out. It's sick. <laughs> not really. I've, we'll le- I've learned to just keep her in. <laughs> She's persistent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I I think that there's a value to agape that everyone should or could tap into. I think the world would be a better place if everyone oh, yeah. had more agape in their lives, both within themselves and for other people. I feel like you would have to be like extremely self-aware to do that, though. Like to actively choose to love people. It does come more easily for some people than others. Yeah. Because I feel like that comes very easily to me. Unless I'm in a car. (laughs) I've been... uh, (laughs) What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like I've been slightly more angry behind the wheel recently. Okay, justified. Especially all of these dented up cars cutting me off on the road. It only gets worse in the summer, though. I know. All the crazies come out. And now that I have a nice-ass car, it's literally my most prized possession right now. It's the nicest thing I own. I don't want anything to happen to poor Stella. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't want anything to happen to poor Stella. I'm like a little passenger princess over here. I'm like, this car nice as hell. I can look out the window. I ain't gotta pay attention to anything. Yeah, it's nice. The sound quality of that radio, it's too. It's so good. Okay, so heard the bass bumping. <laughs> and I was like, wouldn't that be funny if that was Nikki? And then I walked around and I saw her car. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I can be identified that way. Yeah. <laughs> it always Thank reminds you. me of, like, all of the videos where it's just, like, the people driving by with, like, Spanish music just, like, absolutely flaring. I mean, yes. <laughs> I think I was playing Peppa's by yeah, Perugo at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that song. And I love bumping in my car to some great music. I do like that in being single this Valentine's Day, it has opened me up to be more present for my friends yay because i'm not like spending it with a significant other yeah um and i think that that's something i want to continue so if i do end up with somebody else again i would just have like two valentines (laughs) one with friends and one just with that person Mm -hmm. it's just nice 
It's yeah. really nice to Absolutely. do my own thing and spend time with loved ones that aren't like romantically involved with me, you know? Mm. Anyway. Do you want to go into the tomfuckery that's happening in the cosmos right now? Oh my god. Hold no. on. I had to do the twirl. <laughs> Welcome back. We are now Gemini bitches. What's up, y'all? <laughs> and boy, is there a lot going on. Oh my god, is there. It truly is the age of Aquarius. I know. Uh, Miranda, take it away. Well, so at the beginning of this year, I think I might have reiterated this in the first episode, but as we know, the sun and Pluto were both placed in Aquarius at that mm -hmm. time. And then currently, Mercury... Mars and Pluto, as I just said, are in Aquarius currently. And moving into Aquarius is Venus come February 16th. Okay. I think that's it. That's like, that's a hella lot of planets in Aquarius all at once. Which like, Aquarius, as far as I'm concerned, is like a very transformational sign. So glad to hear that. That was sarcastic. But... <laughs> I mean, we did mention in the preview episode that this would be a time of acute transformation. Yeah. A major and acute transformation. I'm just ready for some peace, y'all. The stars don't think, want that, though. Well, I think it's important to remember that you can find peace within those moments as well. Someone once told me, and it's actually the inspiration for my first tattoo. Somebody once told me that, the, that life is a maze and the trick to that maze is to be content in whatever place of that maze you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. So finding that peace is incredibly important, like, because otherwise you'll go insane. Yeah. I am going to reiterate something from a show that I've been watching avidly. <laughs> I am still... Two seasons away, by the way. This is us? Yeah. And I've been binging, <laughs> y'all. Binging this show. Which, if any of you watch it, you just know that I've been crying every day. But <laughs> it's an amazing show. I do recommend that people watch it. It is very soapy. Okay. In the sense that, like, Mama. no, it's very, like, I have found a lot of comfort in it. I think because there's a lot of, like, hard life situations that it leads through, like, this beautiful family. And it's just life. Okay. You know? To the extent that... I don't want to sound, like, all stoic and everything right now. But life is pain. Pain is inevitable. Hear well, me out. Yes. Hear me out. And the only way to not focus on that is to find, you know, a silver lining. And pain is not, you know, end-all be-all. It will pass. But the happy times will, too. Mm -hmm. So you, just you can't gotta, have one without the other. You just got to keep moving. And a quote that is used several times throughout the show is there's an old man that delivers the three children from this couple. And he is giving them advice because they don't know what to do. They have triplets. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, this is insane. One infant is already like a lot let alone three. And he said, in life's grandest moments, when it hands you lemons, the best you can do is try your best to make something resembling lemonade. Because mm. lemonade isn't perfect. It can be a little bit sour at times. It can be a little, like way too sweet at times too. 
Sometimes they can have mint. Sometimes they can have mint. <laughs> a little, little freshness. Okay, part of the reason why I say that is because when I worked at a particular summer camp, that was like one of the things that they served during opening and closing days. Mint lemonade? Limonada. <gasps> that sounds so good. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then the mint would be harvested from the nature department, so it was like fresh. Oh my god. Anyway. Delicious. <laughs> Hopefully life will give you a little bit more than lemons. <laughs> oh my god. I'm drowning in lemons, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can make limoncello from that shit. I can make <laughs> lemon meringue pie. I'm good at making pie. I'm not good at baking. I'm good at pie. Pie is way easier than like pastries or bread or from scratch. Milk bar pie? I make that from scratch. Oh yeah, that's different. What have I made, though? Because I feel like that's the only thing I've baked outside of my job for, like, the past two years. Right. I've never had milk bar pie from you, by the way. I've never been at any event that you served at. (gasps) I know. That's a travesty. This Valentine's Day, I want a milk bar pie. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) I can make that happen. I've also never had your pernil. Is that how you say it? Pernil? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yep, never had that. I've either. made it every Christmas. Yeah, except this past Christmas. I've well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you weren't at the midsummer party either. No, I've just been missing Fuck, out, Miranda. <laughs> I'm a good out. cook. I swear. Oh, no, no, I love the name is escaping me. But yeah, I gotta cook more for you, girl. If anything, it doesn't have to be super soon. If we just do like a little summer cookout, go to Iris's, sit by the pool, <gasps> eat paranil. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Say it. <laughs> Pernil. Pernil? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm not pronouncing it correctly. I mean, it's an accent thing, I think. Because you are pronouncing it correctly. But it sounds different because of our accents. Or lack of. I don't know what my accent is, though. In Spanish. I don't know what mine is either. But I, I have one no of the, idea. One of the biggest compliments I get usually about my English is you don't have an accent at all mm-hmm. and I'm like thanks I don't have an accent in Spanish either <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, which is why my dad thinks I sound like a total gringa <laughs> I just don't know because I've learned Spanish from like three different parts of the world I guess mm. so like three different dialects yeah okay because my excuse me aunt I learned Mexican from Spanish. I learned Spanish from, but that was a Mexican accent. Uh huh. And then my high school teacher was from Peru. Okay. And then my college teacher was from Spain. So Ooh. I. And then I there was the Puerto Rico trip. So like four, four different dialects. Yeah. I have no idea what my. I just know that my ex girlfriend said that. I, I don't even know what word I said, but she had said that didn't sound white at all. <laughs> So guess who's less gringa than you? <laughs> that is... <laughs> I cannot remember what I said. It's precious. <laughs> I literally have no idea. I know at one point I was like... Explaining my favorite Spanish words. Okay. Because this is very... Like, what Spanish word is the most fun to say to you? Murcielago. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> bat. Like bats or like bats? Oh, wings, okay. Like the, the animal with wings. Okay. I like it because it has every vowel in the alphabet. Oh, okay. That's crazy. My favorite is acorocaditos. Huh? 
Acarucatitos? What does that mean? Cuddles? Oh. It's I... in like a little children's song, like the pew, pew, pew. Acarucatitos. No? Mm-mm. Oh my god. I don't think I've ever needed to say the word cuddles in Spanish before. Like, that was not in my <laughs> nine-year-old vocabulary. My family didn't cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find that children's song. Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. And I will listen to it's it. It's very cute. Very cute. It's about a little chick. Little chicks. And a mom <laughs> and a hen. And they just... Do feet. chicks cuddle? <laughs> The hen cuddles the chicks to keep them warm. Oh, fair. Besides that, the only thing that I remember is like the crazy tra video. Have you ever seen this? Probably not. It was like a dancing, I think it's a hippo, but he's like throwing it back. <laughs> because it's like teaching people how to um, roll their R's. Oh. So, like, basically the whole video is just like tra, 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 tra. And it's like. <laughs> It's like built up as like almost like a reggaeton song. Okay. <laughs> and then it's just this hippo go tra 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 tra. <laughs> I will also link that. It is very fun. <laughs> very, very fun. Uh we were talking about astrology. <laughs> I pretty much said everything that I meant to. I was just checking pattern actually oh, while you were looking at actually, that. Actually, wait, 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 wait. The site that I am getting the planetary um, information from is theplanetstoday.com. If there's a better place to find this, you guys, let me know. Um, We're both relatively new at researching zodiac patterns. But in talking about astrology, one app that I found very useful and scary accurate is Pattern. If you've not heard of it, I highly suggest you get it. Even if you're a skeptic, even if like, if you don't believe that the cosmos have any impact on you, download Pattern and then come back to me a couple months later because it's it's scary accurate. It is. I think that CoStar is too. The CoStar hurts my feelings sometimes. <laughs> CoStar has <laughs> the like realist friend vibe. That's me, though. <laughs> I would like to believe. With a little bit more compassion. <laughs> no, that's the thing. CoStar has no compassion. <laughs> no, but it literally told me the other day, like, it's hard to trust people when you got hurt, huh? And I'm like, oh! Okay. All right. Well, I just opened CoStar. Everything in moderation, including moderation. Accurate. <laughs> also, just to fit in there, the new moon in this month was also in Aquarius. Craziness. You know what? CoStar, I didn't need that. (laughs) (laughs) What did it say, bitch? What did it say? Today you're scared of openness. You want to make room for truth, yet you are closed off to any reality that doesn't fit yours. It's time to tear down walls. Mm -hmm. There's no right spiritual response. There's only what works. So, with that being said, let's go back to love for a second. Because I literally just got done telling you in the car that I feel like the universe is telling, is trying to tell me to let go of those trust issues and to, like, let go of the past and not base any, like, of my future decisions regarding love on the on those experiences. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm, I, my brain is like, no, I gotta protect myself. So tearing down walls is something 
I don't quite want to do just yet. Nor should you have to. I mean, I mean, you're working towards it. You're always working towards something to better your life. If anything, I look up to you because you're always, always working on something. I try. Self-improvement and the like, but... Thank you. Three and a half years compared to... How many months has it been? Huh? How many months has it been since the the supercut ended? So since the since the move was complete or since the actual breakup? The actual one. It will be exactly five months tomorrow. Okay, so five months to three and a half years. I think you deserve a little bit more time. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. Yeah, I guess. Sit with it. See what those walls are made out of. See how hard they are to break down. I know. I'm stressing. <laughs> I know. Want to hear mine? <laughs> yes. It says, today you struggle with an unexpected decision and no one needs a clown. Your belief that you're so different from everyone else is making you isolate yourself. Go easy. Let someone break the rules with you. This is this is the unfortunate part. Ready? It can be hard to take care of yourself when someone hurts you. You're not a bad person for craving an edge. <laughs> Communicate openly about all things, even when it hurts. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I'm trying to um, figure out what the edge means to me lately. Because <laughs> it can't be toxicity anymore, you guys. I can't do this any longer. Unpredictability. I cannot with- withstand the trauma. <laughs> I can't withstand the trauma anymore. And Nikki and my therapist have both said the same thing. That I am sick and tired of unpredictability. To which they both said... Isn't that just another word for spontaneity? Spontaneity would be the healthy aspect. Right. Unpredictability is usually negative. Mixed signals. We're not a fan. Oh, that's a whole other thing. (laughs) I mean, I think that caters to unpredictability. Are you still reading your cup star? (laughs) I'm back on pattern. Oh, okay. I haven't looked at my pattern in a while. And I still... I'm in between timings. Like, I'm in between... Because... Uh, my next phase or my next timing is releasing old habits and it doesn't start till June 8th of this year. I think I just ended <sighs> growing pains. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Again, all these fucking lemons, y'all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got seven days left of spiritual path, hmm. which that's been fucking crazy. I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know. Um, and then a career in home is coming up March 27th. I'm excited okay. for that one. All right. Because I want to go back to work. Yeah. I'm a working girly. I'm a cog in the capitalist machine. <laughs> and I love it. Do you? Not for capitalism, but I love fucking working. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've always been a workaholic. Most of the time to an unhealthy extent. But we're learning, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially in healthcare. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> and then release and grow is coming up june 24th for me what was okay. june 8th what was the release old habits ah. stop being a hoe no i already have so far <laughs> i believe in you i'm joking i'm just proud i'm just joking about of myself you should be for not putting that out shit's fucking so hard. soon anymore i think i should i think i should Try and put out more. <laughs> We're in opposite situations right now. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. 
I'm just waiting for my body to catch up to my brain, y'all. <laughs> for real, for real. <sighs> um, we already reiterated the flavor of the day because that just fit right in. Yeah. But yes, our flavor of the day is the blueberry muffin latte. Mm-hmm. And that consists of two pumps of blueberry, one pump of vanilla, and one pump of almond. Mm-hmm. And if you're hesitant about fruit and coffee, and I will say this every single time that we talk about fruit and coffee, just give it a try. Now, did we just kind of shit on orange and coffee? Yeah. <laughs> but genuinely, like, it's so good, you guys. Mm-hmm. Please. Like, go to a local coffee shop. If they have all the syrups in the world, just ask them. They'll do it. They'll probably think that you're cool and quirky <laughs> and try it for themselves. And they'll be like, oh my God, this person just discovered a whole new world. <laughs> and you're welcome. No. <laughs> but it is so good. Maybe perhaps the next episode we should have a non-fruity one though. Just for the people that don't quite Oh yeah, no, we're going with heavy and with coffee. Like, chocolate. Uh, but I think that's all we have for today. But yeah, if you want to reach out, um, we did have a couple of questions throughout the episode. If you feel the need, we are on Instagram at baristabitches.pod. Without the I. Yep, bitches without the I. <laughs> um, and that goes the same for the email, baristabitches.pod at gmail.com. What else? Instagram? Email? That's all we have right now. Is it? I feel like I did one more. We definitely don't have a Facebook. Mm-mm. Should we start a Facebook? Let us know if you want a Facebook page for this podcast, if that would be easier. Because you guys can have your own little community of coffee bitches. Yeah. That would be so cool. And who knows? Like, maybe you can figure out your own little concoctions, and then we can include them in the episodes. Absolutely. Hit us up with your coffee creations, and we'll happily include them. And give credit where credit is due. If you would like to, you know, have a shout out on here. (laughs) Um, Which we would love to shout out people. Yeah. Please interact, interact. (laughs) I want to find my people, my little caffeinators. (laughs) We'll figure out a name for y'all. But (laughs) Oh, and most importantly, let us know if this is fun to listen to. Like, let us know if you're enjoying it. Like, let us know maybe what we can do better. Like, Oh, God. uh, We are open to all feedback, please. And you can find us on several streaming services. I know Apple Podcasts and Spotify for sure. We will see where else. And if you liked this episode, feel free to give us five stars. We would love that. Rate and review us, please. And (laughs) (laughs) And this has been the first official episode of Barista Bitches. All right. Have a good one and stay caffeinated, y'all. Stay caffeinated.